they're having a good time. Just, just right in the field. I was like, holy shit. I was like, it was immediate too. I was like, oh, I feel a little nauseous. And then it was just like, black. It's, it's okay. It's fun. Every yeah. once in a while. It's every once I in a while. It. It's the worst. But you anyway. feel better afterwards. Yes, I did. I felt immediately better. Oh, man. So, anyway. So that's the vomit talk. Body knows best. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. So are we, all, we already, I think we are already. So if that's yes. the case, then. <gasps> five. Four. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back. Happy Hour listeners, it is our second episode in the month of Oot. My name is David Auger. I am at uh, Glaucus123 on Twitter, <laughs> MetalDave01 on Blue Sky, and Threads. I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter and Blue Sky. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we're all dead naming Twitter. I'm gonna dead name Twitter for the rest of time. No, oh, it, yeah, it's yeah. X. Who knows? So what? what, what is X? So Fuck stupid. that. It's so stupid. So yeah, dead naming Twitter. I'm C H I at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter. Chili Pepper no underscore on Blue Sky and Chili underscore Pepper on Threats. And we're the Happy Hour. Happy Hour. Uh, at Happy Hour on Twitter, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram. I, I know it hasn't been updated. I just it, it's such a secondary thing for me. Um, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour and HappyHour.com. Yeah. yeah. So we have <laughs> all sorts of hockey talk, all sorts <laughs> of politic talk, and we have all okay, sorts of personal yeah. life talk because we are yeah. interesting people. We've got less going on, yo. Yeah. In living in interesting times, following an interesting team. It's pretty much the intellectuals podcast for you this evening. <laughs> We're gonna start with the hockey. Should be in, like, As usual, very highbrow. Very highbrow. Very, very we also have with her <laughs> highbrow and we have great eyebrows. Very highbrow. We do have some impressive eyebrows. I mean, holy shit. We Nick Suzuki, give me your eyebrow woman's number. I cannot afford her, but I just... <laughs> or it could be a man. It could be a man. I want your eyebrow person. My bias says she it's a lady. She, However. He, or whatever. I want your eyebrow person's number so that the next time I'm in Montreal, which is probably not going to be until next summer, I can get my eyebrows done by that person and just mm-hmm. be able to say, Nick Suzuki's eyebrow person did my eyebrow. Yeah. Fantastic. I maybe I'll just ask Amanda. I'd be like, "Hey, Amanda, random weird question: Who does Nick's eyebrow?" It's probably Caitlin, to be honest. But <laughs> it makes you wonder. Well, how do you? What do you? How do you get yours done? I, I my- left them. I I do get my eyebrows done like once a year. Yeah, I I had let mine go for like six months because I, I can get away with it because they're behind my glasses. Exactly, my eyeglasses are like <laughs> <Yeah>. goodbye. <laughs> but I just had them done, and my lady was like, "Wow!" The last time I got them done. Wow was six months actually no five months ago on my my birthday i get my eyebrows done oh shit what happened 
Sorry, guys. It's okay. It's okay. I was Veronica's back. It's no problem. I get my eyebrows done every three weeks, um, as you can see, because I need to, or else they would just keep getting bigger and eventually mold yeah. into my sideburns. And so here we are. What people don't know is that Dave is the prissiest of us all. Oh yes, my aesthetician. I'm is the least a prissy. His bathroom routine is twice as long as mine. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I do not go to, like, I do my own nails. I don't get my hair cut. The last time I got my hair cut was when I cut all my hair off two years ago. Um, I don't get my eyebrows done. I don't get lashes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, then I have to get my color. Yeah, Veronica goes and gets her hair colored. And then Dave is always, he's always in a salon. Always. Somewhere. Constantly. He's like it. I got every one of them. I got every major salon saved in every New York, uh, American and Canadian city, just in case. Just in case. I need a touch up. Speaking of salons, salon. uh, Mike Hoffman and Rem Pitlick are Habs no more. Sad. Traded Habs back sad. to Pittsburgh two weeks ago, I should say, because this will be yeah. something that we talk about later. In return, the Canadians get got Jeff Petrie. Our favorite player on the podcast for reasons that we're going to get into. Um, Casey DeSmith, our favorite penguin that we're also going to get into. Um, Nathan Laguerre and a second round pick in 2025, which is also happenstance, our favorite pick in the 2025 draft. Let's talk about it. We lost Mike Hoffman, Rem Pitlick, and we got three players and a pick back. Jeff Petrie is a hab for now until other things happened. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Casey DeSmith, known uh, lady puncher. Not great, so don't really like him. And Nathan Laguerre, who I don't know a whole lot about. He's Nathan. a hometown hometown man. That's a bit. That's all I know. Yep. He's a Montrealer, 22 years old. Um, He was drafted recently. When I say recently, 2019, 74th overall by okay. Pittsburgh. Um. Yeah, he was a Wilkes-Barre Scranton kid. Uh, I got gas there once. And so, what is he? Twenty-one now? No, he's twenty-two. Actually, 22. still close enough. Um, right winger, six foot. Ah, uh, out of I don't know, a hundred something games. Well, maybe a hundred ten games played. He has uh, thirty-five points. So, not really sure. He seems. Like an AHLer to me, unless he blows up and becomes our star winger for no reason whatsoever. Because Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and especially the Penguins, whenever they brought someone up from Wilkes-Barre, man, that player usually was pretty good. Granted, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins. You throw them in with the lot of Sidney Crosby and Afghani Malkin, and they're usually pretty it's decent. It's like getting a small loan of a million dollars. Yes, exactly. So yeah. there's that. So we'll have to see. Um, all of that essentially was a cap dump because the Habs are in a little bit of a cap crunch that they're going to have to figure out before the start of the season. Um, which we will also get to. Which we will yeah. also get to because more things occurred that uh, you know deal with this. So there it is. Mike Hoffman, Rem Pitlick. See you later. All the Mike Hoffman fans are mourning his loss, and we all know from experience that those people were many. 
not really. People have been waiting to get rid of him for a while. Now! And he's with the Sharks again, which is hilarious. Did he get dealt again? What? Oh, is that what it was? Mike Hoffman went to the Sharks. Oh, right. It was a big three-team trade with San Jose and Pittsburgh. Yeah, now I recall. Yep, yep. Funny enough, the article I'm reading doesn't even mention San Jose. Weird. That's Mm. where what Carlson came from. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Nice point to add. That was an Eric Carlson trade essentially to Pittsburgh. That was the monument piece. We were were the brokers, basically. Yep, yep, yep. So So can I just ask a question? Sure. Where, why, why, why were we, if, like, what did we get out of that deal? Cap space. Cap space. Okay. Yeah, because we are, we are drowning in cap at the moment. Okay, and, got it. And, and we also had, like, too many uh, forwards. Yeah, way too many forwards. Those guys, you know, we have um, New Hook coming, hopefully, everybody's going to be healthy this season too. So it gives all the kids, especially the kids, the forward kids, time to mesh, coalesce and whatnot, which will give them an opportunity that the, uh, you know, the new defense core that we saw last year also get to, you know, since they had time to experience the NHL, now more of the kids uh, in the forward group can do the same, hopefully. Now, I'm going to grab something really quick before I go on. Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it right by the jugular. <laughs> Where the frick is it? It is close. No. No. Oh, man. That Saturday when I woke up and I saw the news from you guys in the group chat. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was mad. I, I literally oh. was like... I was like, I'm not answering text messages. <laughs> I don't, nobody talked to me. I like for like two hours, I was pissed. And especially when you see fans going, hey, wouldn't be so bad if he started the season like, and we dealt he, him at the trade deadline. I'm like, what he, the? No. No, no. Don't need Jeff Petrie anymore. Never no, again. No, no, no. He, he didn't want to be, be, be here anymore. Yeah. And he talked shit after he left. Why are you uh, getting that guy back? Well, that's too bad. Now he can have a cup run with Ben Sherratt since now he was traded to Detroit today, actually. Funny enough. I saw that he's going to wear his dad's baseball number. Oh, that's nice. Too bad his dad's a champion. He isn't. Montreal acquires Gustav Lindstrom and a conditional fourth round pick. Didn't know it was conditional until I read that. I'll have to read up about it. Conditional fourth round in 2025. Detroit acquires Jeff Petrie. However, the Habs retain... 50% 50% of the salary. Funny enough, Pittsburgh also retaining a bit of Jeff Petrie's salary as well when he was pick, uh, sent over the to the Habs. So Detroit's essentially getting him on a bargain. A bargain. bargain bin defender here, I guess. Well, he's an old man. What's that? He's an old man. Oh, yeah. He is 36 years old. Yes. Don't need him. Don't need him. Or 35, I mean, whatever. I, I saw a lot of... Um, People who say things on Twitter um, saying no way. That, say saying that they expected since like since Pittsburgh retained half of his salary that Montreal probably retained another half to make him more appealing and palatable. Mm-mm. Yeah, because he like did not have a banner season. Like putting left. a garnish on some like something that doesn't taste great. Yeah. 
Let's stick on a break. Well, more to that, uh, Kent Hughes had a presser today talking about the trade. And uh, one of the things he mentioned is that the day that the Habs reacquired Petrie, he said, you're being traded back to the States. Don't worry. It's fine. So that was in the works the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, to that point, the Habs now are retaining the salaries on two players. That is Yoel Edmondson and Jeff Petrie. Granted, we have Jeff Petrie's dead cap from this year and for this season and next season. Gross. Uh, which means that we'll be paying four million ish this season, and then two point three next season, and also the buyout of Carl Alsner this year. This season is the last season that we'll be paying for that. What I thought last season was the last. I really no, I I was, thought last no, season was the last season. We'll be now paying for him until twenty twenty four. So this is it. The last time. I open up Cap Friendly and see Carl Alsner's name. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about them apples? What happened to him? Did he well. go to the KHL? He re- doesn't matter. Did he retire? I hope he's doing well. I know he has. He likes dogs, and he's a nice yeah. man. He seems so like a very nice. Man. I hope yeah. that he has more dogs, and he gets free coffee on a regular basis, even yeah. though he's rich. He took that season like a like a like a like a, a champ. He was like, I'm making. He's like, I'm here to play yeah. hockey and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. And happy playing in the in Laval, yeah. and they loved him. And you know, he had his moments, but he's human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was a fifth overall overall pick in 2007. Fifth overall, I mean, first round. Yep, he had yeah. some. I mean, he's always been a defender's defender. Huh. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, so that's it for Carl's. Um, aside from that, now, what other things did, did happen? That's all the player movement. That's it. So now uh, we were talking about the cap. Uh, the Habs are in the hole 3.7 million, which is not great. So they still have to shed something to get under uh, the cap for the start of the season. And yeah, that is going to be some shedding to figure out. Um, Casey DeSmith is probably not long for the organization. Please, Lord. Given that Montembo and yeah. Jake are still, you know, signed in, so that'll be that'll be another one point eight million gone. And and he didn't have a presser. The Habs didn't do a welcome to Montreal, nope. just like they didn't do with Petrie. No, they did not. Nope. nope. Yeah. Not anything. Nope, nope. And I thought I saw somewhere. I, that um, Kent had, I mean, this could have happened within the last two weeks since we recorded or since the trade happened, but I saw somewhere that uh, somebody said, like, Kent hasn't called him. Because he hits women? I no, thought he mentioned no. today that he did. Oh, okay. Maybe I missed that part. I was I was listening, but I was also at work and I was doing things. Yeah, I'm, no, I missed not, He didn't, I'm, I saw somebody say that he didn't get, like, like, welcome to the team call. All right. All right. Huh. Well, I guess Which we'll. I mean, I guess we'll see. Generally, means you gotta that, at least call them, like you know. But they didn't do a thing for the like fans, a, or yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They didn't do like a here's this person that we are acquired, we acquired, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's hopeful. Um, yeah, it makes me wonder how long uh, Joel or, you all are Mia's with the team now too, or even Dvorak. 
Like those are two guys, trade one of them, and that's most of the cap gone that you need. But they're mm-hmm. also they have expensive contracts that haven't really lived up to their yeah. potential. So could be another write off this year. Could be. Oh no, yeah. no. There's I mean, Ken was even saying that too. He's like he was saying that, yeah, you know, we'd love to be top three in the division, but I don't think we're there yet. He said that. He's yeah. like, that's it. I don't I don't think we're there yet. And I appreciate like I I love to I love to be delusional. Don't get me wrong, especially yeah. about hockey. Um, yeah. But I appreciate his realism. Mm, and like, mm-hmm. he's not, and he's not like a wet blanket about it. He's not like, mm, don't get excited about anything. Like we're going to suck. He's like, we, this is where we'd like to be, but we have work to do to get there. So in the meantime, we're going to have to be in the badlands for a minute and drive through five years of planes before we get to Disneyland, whatever. You know what I always think about? Disneyland. No, I it's 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 morbid, but I think about people who are sick and they're not they're gonna watch another shitty hockey season. Oh yeah, get get ready for yeah. Well, you know? hey, I mean, at some point we're not gonna be on Twitter anymore just because it's so ugh, fucking awful. Ugh, oh, the ugh, app. Ugh. I was on there because of um you know the stuff that was going on with politics, the hockey stuff that was going on and everything. So I was mm-hmm. on quite a bit yesterday and today. The app looks like shit now. Oh, it's awful. It's just it's <laughs> crap. It's awful. I turn off my trend- updates, so mine still looks the same. Yeah, so uh, Mitch McConnell was trending today, and I'm like, why is he? Is he dead? And yeah. I look, and it's like tweets from like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I had fucking oh. Tim Pool and Trump yeah. must win hashtag. I was like, what? Who yeah. the fuck is, who, who, who is the free speech absolutionist here? Anyway, yeah. two more points, or maybe three more points on the Habs. Um, yeah. let's see here. Ba-ba-ba-ba-bum. Crap. Bob Murdoch passes away at 76, a former Hab. Native of Kirkland Lake, Ontario. Spent three seasons with the Habs. Three That's goals, 25 assists in 81 games. And uh, won the Stanley Cup in 1971 and 1973. Whatever button that is, don't push it. Okay, okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> Putting my keyboard over there. So, two-time Stanley Cup winner passed away uh, back in August fourth. So, all of our best to the Murdoch family, and then uh, also all our best to the Brassar Sports Complex, which is now being renamed to the CN Sports <laughs> Complex. The trains are coming for us all. Yes, somebody. <laughs> I saw somebody say, "Now we have the CN Tower at home." Yeah, I know. I was I was wondering how that was going to get tied in. By the way, now you can travel from downtown Montreal to Brossard all through the rail system. Welcome the REM fully automatic light rail system. That goes from, oh, I think it goes from Barry Ikem to that one mall that they have in Brossard. I never visited. I want to very soon, though. I thought we ate at the mall. Uh, No, no, it's in Brossard. We went to that um the egg place in Brassard. Yeah. Okay. We went and had brunch there. Did it, was that the place where our... we went to the one? We went to one in Brassard and then yeah. one in in downtown Montreal. Montreal. Yes, the same. We went, we, on the, the same line. chain. Okay. I thought that I, was in the mall. I don't. Know. I, I that was don't know that we went to that particular one. Oh, okay. It was an but, outdoor, um, like an outdoor, like a strip mall. 
kind of situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think gotcha. this one has like it's it's interesting. I don't know. I'm going to check it out either way. Regardless, the Metro, as we all know, um, it's not that it's part of the Metro. It's like a, a rail system that's, you know, outside and whatnot, above ground. Um, and it's just going to add all sorts of trans- transportation options for oh, nice. people living in Montreal that can get from the outer suburbs into, into the city uh, nice. for the same cost, I think, as well as the Metro. So nice. there it is. Good for them. Looks cool. And it's them. fully automated. No conductors and or operators. Well, it's like SkyTrain. Transit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one that is running now, is, the track is actually on the uh, Pont Champlain. So it goes right through the middle of the bridge. Oh. Interesting. Cool. Pretty cool. Must be nice getting new modes of transportation in a fucking yeah. city in your country. Yeah. Magic. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I have a haps thing. If you're done with your haps thing, I have one more. Okay. Two. Wait. One. Two. One. One. Um, I, I don't know what this is, but the Canadians earn hardware at the Stanley Awards, named Social Media Club of the Year for 2023. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. At the NHL. Oh, okay. At the NHL's annual club business meetings in Los Angeles, the Habs were named the league's Social Media Club of the Year. It's pretty cool. Nice for them. It's the TikToks, probably. Yeah. And also, I'm surprised I missed this. And Beth and I were talking about this before we started recording. But Yuppie was cited at Ilsa Nick this past weekend, raving with all us other degenerates. (laughs) It was pretty awesome. I'm I'm shocked that I missed him, honestly. But yeah, there, there may have been reasons for that. Yeah. They have been. So that's pretty Sorry cool. Sorry yawning, guys, so much. It's okay. So uh, UP had a, a hot mascot summer. Good for him. Yes. And that's all the news we have on the Habs. Let's uh, talk um, about not that. Well, oh, Beth has something. Sorry. Um. So, I mean, there's still 16 days left in the month. But um, cool. the Habs have not posted anything for um, Pride. Um. Oh, yeah. Pride in uh, and Canada. Was NHL, didn't the NHL decide that they're not going to do anything? They're though? not doing special jerseys. That that's what they they're not doing special jerseys. They are still doing like postings and initiatives and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, they, and like a bunch of teams did stuff in June. Um, uh, I think our friend Miso on Twitter she um had a good thread about this today of different of other teams still doing stuff for Pride like on social media oh, okay. and whatever and doing other initiatives without doing the jersey stuff. Um, but, um, there's a good bit of Habs fans, um, who are queer and, um, it sucks that like the team that you like and love, um, is not acknowledging your existence. Um, and yes, there are other, like it, it's could be considered a first world problem or whatever, like, cause not everybody no, has, not. well, no, I mean, I don't know. Everybody has like the time and space and ability to like care about a sports team acknowledging their existence or whatever. But, um, like I, I'm a queer person and I have given this team a lot of my money. Um, and it would just be cool to, uh, see them be like, Oh, Hey, you're gay. We like you. Yeah. Like it's, it's, 
it, 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 it went from like a lot of stuff like merch, yeah. jerseys, nights, parades, you know, social media, all that stuff to nothing when other teams like, have, they haven't stuff. said anything for Quebec pride. That's very so, weird. Yeah. And it's, it's the 15th of the month. Yeah. So yeah. Is it no, pride month for, in yeah, Quebec right. or is it pride month in Canada? Um, Quebec, Quebec, uh, or at least Montreal. Because it was Pride here in in June in Vancouver. Pride. I'm pretty sure. I always think it's June. According to Tourism Montreal, Montreal, it's a two week or eleven day showcase of it. Ah, uh, granted, how do I, how how does it actually work? Why is it the first two weeks of August? Just Quebec has to do everything differently. Well, Montreal yeah. actually has to. I'm looking at it here. We're going to have to do a bit more research on that. Like Montreal doesn't have, I don't think they give Canada Day. They do the 14th of June instead. Saint-Jean-Baptiste. Hmm. 14th of June? Not sure. Yeah, that does suck, but I'm not sure. We'd have to see what the Habs do in June now, which is, again, awkward given that, well, it's Montreal. The Habs are a Montreal team, as we all know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if they go more in line with what the league wants to do, which would be too bad. But so it goes. I mean, they literally were just like, we can still do other things. They're just not doing jerseys because it causes so many problems, which is bullshit regardless. But anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm tired. Like being, being like a triple minority is really annoying anyway. And then being a triple minority and being a hockey fan is just like, it's like, I know I'm a masochist, but this is excessive. On my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Why isn't Google to... my phone? That's weird. What? I said, why isn't Google working on my... Can you oh. guys hear me? Yes. I, could. I just... Yes, no, I, you're, I'm, you're fine. I have a processing disorder, so I just sometimes... Oh, okay. You're fine. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just wondering why Google isn't working oh. on my phone. Very weird. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. Oh, <sighs> forgot something. Oh, no. two. Where is it there? Uh, two. Do, 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 do. What the frick is this? Okay, a good conclusion to the Jeff Petrie drama, which I forgot to mention. Essentially, Hughes dealt Paling, Pitlick, and indirectly about half of Hoffman's salary for Mike Matheson, Gustav Lindstrom, Nathan Laguerre, Casey DeSmith. 2023 fourth, a 2025 second, and fourth round picks. Yeah. So it's like mm. one, mm. two, three. Yeah. Dealt three players, got Masson, Lindstrom, Ligard, Smith, and two picks. So took something, made it into more. And that's all because of Jeff Petrie. One and the two. pick that we got for Petrie is either going to be Boston's or Detroit's. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand. That's the, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I'm not I'm not a GM, so I don't really know all the rules. 
Right. Well, the, the only other part of that is just going to be uh, figuring out the cap and that there's a lot of talk about carry price. Oh, we're going to put them on, on LTIR at the start of the season in season LTIR as opposed to off season LTIR, which are different things. Apparently, I'm not a I'm not a cap surgeon, the but there yeah. are reasons why. uh Doing it during the season as opposed to the off season means it's more cap flex. Means that there's more cap flexibility during the season, which the Habs are definitely going to need. Yes, and even Arvin, when he was asking the question, he had to ask for clarity because he was like, yep. "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Arpin's not a cap surgeon either. Nobody's a cap surgeon. Nobody is except for um, cap and, friendly. And, and <laughs> God bless him. God. God bless him. him everyone. God bless cap friendly. Also, um, kudos and, to Grant for that. Uh, Grant McCag for that a summary Thanks, and whatnot. Grant. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, Grant. Um, but yeah, Ken even said that like he like has like things at least wheels turning, things percolating, um, in like a, a mind numbers lab somewhere of of plans that he has and moves he has yet to make that he cannot speak on currently. So um he's got he's got things figured out. He's working on it to get to get him where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So One say- last thing. That day that we got him back, quote unquote, um, I forget who it was on Twitter. She was putting out gif after gif after gif of Julie Petrie finding out she's moving back to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julie Petrie's going to have to um, defend the Freedom Convoy defendants from afar. Well, that's going to be really hard now that Trump has his fourth indictment. Granted that the convoy and Trump don't have technically anything to do with each other. However. Uh, convoy was inspired by that piece yeah. of shit. They're the same fucking morons that get grifted yeah. by the right day in, yeah. day out for just being yeah. idiots. So too bad, so sad. I like oh. all the people who um, are excited. to the, are All the different things that they're going to put um his mugshot on now that it's been announced that he's going to have his mugshot i hate seeing his fucking face i do too but like somebody was like i'm getting a t-shirt for every day of the week i saw somebody else saying they're gonna put it on a sheet cake (laughs) (laughs) um what else did i see somebody said a mug a coffee mug and they're gonna put like um like jail bars over the um the mugshot to you I saw a tweet today saying that there is likely going to be a mugshot. I thought there was for sure going to be a mugshot. I saw, I heard, I saw for sure from somewhere, but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Listen, I'm going to manifest it. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be delusional again. I like to be delusional and there's like, it's, it's not, it's harmless to be delusional about this. If there's not a mugshot, I mean, it's whatever. At least he's still, he's still got fucking arrested. But, um, if there is a mugshot, excellent. Hell yes. Let's go. Oh, the, um, the New York times pitch bot has been doing wonders lately. That guy, there was one that came out. Well, I think yesterday, um, saying that he just retweeted the New York Times and the New York Times literally had a had an opinion piece saying were the Georgia indictments one case too much it's like what are you fucking talking about I think I saw somebody, I, I, now I know why I saw somebody say if it was a black person 
nobody would be thinking that the indictments were too many. Oh, that person would be no. dead already. Frankly, yeah. frankly, yeah. we're talking about the United States here. Already. They'd be dead. Um, I saw um, somebody else say that um, the mugshot's going to be him with his mouth open because he won't stop talking during the taking of the pictures. And he's going to try to get them to take another one and they won't. And so he's going to be mad because it's going to make him look extra dumb. Yeah. We're actually so out we- of time. Oh, yeah. So, okay. yeah However, anyway. I guess we can talk about what we've been watching lately. Um, uh, see, I've been catching up on The Witcher. Finally, it's decent. Not my jam. Um, I, <laughs> I get sucked into terrible reality shows. And um, back in like the early two thousands, there was this show called My Strange Addiction on TLC. Oh. Well, now they have a My Strange Addiction. Where are they now? Are they still like it's like still addicted or like question mark? And I've been watching that. And it it makes me mad because it like doesn't come out like all at once like it's like they've serialized it, um. But like they've got so far they've got back um the guy that was like in love with his car, um, and they've got like the girl who was like eating like her her uh, car cushions and like her couch cushions and stuff, <laughs> um. They had this other woman who was like addicted to bodybuilding, but I think now she like doesn't bodybuild anymore, and she's like an evangelical Christian or something. I think it's cr- it's crazy, it's it's bonkers, but I love it. I'm just like this is so interesting. Like, yeah, these people like this could be my coworker, and I would have no idea. Yeah. Um. So I've been watching that instead of anything substantial. We watched because we um had a lot of time lately too. We watched um, we watched the first two seasons, and and this is a show that I had thought, like I thought, well, what is this mean? Whatever. But we watched the first two seasons and highly enjoyed um, only murders in the building. Oh, nice. with uh, Steve Martin, and, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. and um, it's charming. And of course, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, like. Come on. The history and chemistry. How do you not? Yeah, the, yeah. the chemistry, you can tell where they're sort of just ad-libbing. And uh, the third season just began. And the uh, last week, the big premiere was two episodes in one night. And then the third episode of season three was just released today. So I'm going to watch it later. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Um, We forgot something. Uh-oh. Paul Byron. Oh, uh, yeah. Paul Byron retired. <laughs> Yeah, well, not officially yet, but it's coming. And I'm sa- I did cry about it. If anybody is wondering, and yes, I did cry about it twice today, um, both in my office when I heard about it, and then also on the way home. Um, Over too soon, too soon. It's it's it makes me sad. Like I'm just I'm sad that like I'm not gonna see him like do a breakaway shorty again. Like those were those are were a part of my 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 balance dinners like that was part of my sustenance um but i'm excited to see the spot that he gets with the team um because they are actively working on that and he will be great so he wants to continue living in montreal which is quite something yes sweet maybe i'll see paul sometime yes i'm gonna meet him and he's going to sign my poem and then i'm gonna cry at him and frame it nice I'm going to tell him that uh, Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars. Wait, no, Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars film ever. And he's going to. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going, and then we're going to fight. That that would be. I would pay to see that. 
Because you're, you're, aren't you guys like the same height? Come here, exactly, <laughs> and it's gonna be amazing. Except he's just, built like a fucking you know brick like, shit house, and I'm not. Solid. And you're you're just a little guy. Yeah, I'm just a I'm just a wee lad. Hey guys, I'll explain in a sec, but I really have to go. Yep, we do have to okay. go. So yeah, that's okay. it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week Bye. probably. Bye. 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 Bye.